This Could Get Dicey is an imperfect Dungeons & Dragons game, played imperfectly. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to have someone send you something and say like, oh, I thought you'd like this, and then you really like it and buy it. Oh, Ooh, oh like send you like a poster. Not like a like, TikTok okay. or something. Okay, yeah. No, like... Yeah, just like, hey, saw this item. So nice. Thought of you. And I'm like, yeah, that is very me. Bye. What, what'd you get? <laughs> I got a little crochet kit that is of a cat with like a witch's cape and a I hat was and a broom. Send you right that. That I was, was so going to cool. send you that exact kit and I didn't. <laughs> who, who sent you that? <laughs> i love that with like music too being like hey i heard this song i think you might like it be like oh yeah you know i want to see if hmm. i like it or not it's a good feeling hi my name is alex villarreal i play ellis vendove and today is a beautiful day to eat a scallion pancake Ooh. oh my god Ooh. i Did love savory pancakes it? so much savory pancakes are my jam no dog, they're frozen from oh. Trader TJ's. Joe's. From a TJ's. Ooh, mm, I know this <laughs> You're right. a Trader ones. Joe's boy now. <laughs> they and also TJ's has um like already marinated like bulgogi short, short rib. Oh mm-hmm. wow! I fucking lit my house up with smoke because that's just like fucking. <laughs> I'm, if you're, if I'm gonna be searing a steak, like it's we're searing it's, it, baby. Op- we're searing open, it. Open open the windows. It's about to get crazy <laughs> in here. Um, but a little bit of that. It, it, the scallion pancake. It's the so fucking pancake, good. They're they're so fucking. I've never had one. And flaky. Oh my uh, gosh. Well, the, dude. Oh. The other go. day, Jesse, go. <laughs> the other day we made a scallion pancake, but used it as kind of like a tortilla. And then mm. put rice and this plant-based bulgogi from TJ's. Let's go. So good. The, the, we are not sponsored at all, but uh, just to shout out a fabulous local um, eatery. If you're in Austin, Texas, um, Julie's Noodles has this thing <gasps> yeah. called called a, called a beef burrito. It's just a scallion pancake with like shredded marinated beef that's just like that's and 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 more i think it's like more like thicker like green onions like in the beef and they just roll it up they're like here you go and you take a bite of that john and you are in hog heaven it is the most delicious thing you'll ever eat in austin texas you could you could order everything on julie's noodles menu and i would it would be my favorite food like my new favorite it's it's absolutely (laughs) what like a great place everything hits everything hits hi I'm Kenny Chilton, and I'm playing Emil Mazak, 
It is a beautiful day to throw a child's birthday party. I thought you were gonna say to throw a child. Throw a child. (laughs) You do. You do like throwing your children. I do throw my children like onto the couch and into the air and stuff. It's really fun, Um, for them and me, and it makes them not afraid of stuff to throw them. But that's not what this bit is about. That's not true. That's not true. My dad would throw me, and I'm scared of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Heights, drowning, choking. Blunt force. Blunt force trauma. <laughs> Being <roaches>. thrown. <laughs> Being thrown. Tornadoes. <laughs> all, but, thi- all things cosmic. Roaches was not caused by my father, but tornadoes. But you know, <laughs> just a child's birthday party, it's like, for us, it's just like some tablecloths, some balloons we bought from the grocery store, and it's like a group of people together with some food. But for a child, it's like, from their perspective, everything is different, and this is all special. Do y'all have a favorite child's birthday party? Like, as from your from when you were a child, your favorite birthday Absolutely. party? Absolutely. Um, when I was five, my uh, we threw and again specifically like backyard child's birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Clutch. Um, my dad got a bunch of fucking trash bags and like laid them out in the backyard and fucking threw the sprinkler on it um and we had like a makeshift slip inside great and then my mom took all my uh wrestling action figures and made uh and my like wrestling toy ring and then made a cake and then stuck all all of my toys on the cake was this a 90s thing where like our birthday cakes had our toys on them which was absolutely the The bar the barbie in a in a cake yeah i had a power ranger cake that had my power ranger toys on it Oh yeah, and I thought it was like I was just like this. This is amazing. <laughs> Pre-COVID it was, was crazy because my God, that's so unsanitary to just <laughs> sew so child's toys, toys into cake. Yeah, <laughs> I have a distinct memory of getting the same birthday cake like three years in a row. My choice, like same. I, I kept yeah. asking for. It. I was like, I want this birthday cake again, mother. And <laughs> it was, I had love 101 Dalmatians, love. 101 Dalmatians, like big Dalmatian head, <laughs> making that a thing. I was a Dalmatian for Halloween like three years in a row and for my birthday cake, but my mom made it where it was like the big cake and then there was like two cupcakes for their like paws Aww. or for their Aww. ears, I think. Yeah, it was really cute. The one that comes to mind was, either, I mean, not to say it wasn't special, but same, it was just a backyard, more of a front yard. It was when we were in Germany and we had this we lived in an apartment so we had our whole stairwell just throw a big birthday party and there was just a bunch of little kids from the neighborhood and we had handmade our own piñata and no one could break it yeah that's awesome <laughs> it was pokemon theme mm. hell yeah i was going to say were your parents and or uncles assholes with the piñata duh yeah yeah it's uncles for sure that like made me almost sob on multiple birthdays of like like i just want to hit the pinata and you keep <laughs> lifting it up and i'm blindfolded and i can't even really tell what's going on but everyone's laughing at me and I, it's my birthday we, we would always get our pinatas like from like the people who sold them out of their trucks like on the side of the road and they were always like rock solid hard like impossible Absolutely. to break awesome. um and I, I have a memory of me trying to break my own piñata, not being able to break it, and then one of my uncles 
breaking it, just being like, let me do it, and broke it, and I just, like, started, I was, like, sobbing. I was like, you broke it! <laughs> Classic <sighs> uncles. So good. Classic uncles. I love being an uncle. Love, love <laughs> uncles. Hi, my name is Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for This Could Get Dicey, and it's a beautiful day to buy some art. Mm-hmm. Everyone buy art. We, God, I love buying I art. Think the four of us are not shy about putting stuff on our walls, as I can see from all of our backgrounds. <laughs> Absolutely not. However, I know people who don't buy art enough. Buy art. I love buying art. I love giving art as gifts. I love, love like frames. You follow frame specific frames. galleries. Um, oh my, this is just yeah, so it's much like it doesn't have to be fancy. Here. You get fancy, get not fancy, get support small artists. Mm-hmm. Buy art. I have seven things I need to hang up right now. No wall space for them. I got three right here on my desk next to my microphone that I cannot find a space. (laughs) I know where it's going to go. I just have to move a bunch of stuff now. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. That's the best part about like moving into a new place too is being like it's like it's it's also the most like I'm envious. (laughs) I'm envious. It's like like it's because it's almost like like you get kind of you get super stressed out doing it because you want it to be perfect the first time. Um, and I mean, even just like looking around what little we've done so far in our new place, like, it's just like, Oh, nice. Oh, nice. You go upstairs. It's like, Oh, nice. It's just like everything. <laughs> well, and it's hard to, to like, take oh, down damn. art. Cause like, I've, I've been considering taking down some stuff in my room to put up new stuff, but then I'm like, but, but I don't want to just like take that down. Cause I have some sentimental attachment to that. And now it's been on my wall for, for at least four years. I mean, I would recommend we were we were kind of in that same space in the last place we were in. We were like there for like a year and a half. We had all our art in the wall, and then like one weekend, I came home and Olivia was just like, "We're tra- we're changing this shit up," and we took mm. shit down and we put new. Like we didn't like we kind of just rearranged it. We put some stuff we wanted to put up stuff. Do it, dude. Fucking take some shit no, down. No, my living like, room's immaculate. I don't want to touch that. But like your own room, like you if never, you have a sp- yeah, you never know once you move something no, and like the, change it around. Well, the living room has some big pieces. So I'm like, I don't want to move that. Mm. Specifically, that one above the couch is very big, very heavy. I would say like rooms. That's like because like obviously like your living room is more of like a this is what I'm presenting to the world sort of a thing. And then you have like your office space or your like personal room that has more like personal stuff on there. Those are the best rooms to like be like, all right, like Shift I'm gonna take up. this no, down. No, it's fuck. time. I, my room is gonna go through a change here soon, so I'm excited to to see if I can change up the art, perhaps too. I have an art, art rules. I have an art challenge for you, Becky. Okay. Whitney and I have a. It must be forty feet tall. Uh, that's not an exaggeration banner from outside of one of the buildings at ut that that has it was like a poster for a play uh-huh. that we did in college and we took the banner off of the union the student union and we have that banner and we've had it for over a decade how do we display it because it has me on it <laughs> it has a, an animated <laughs> version of me on it it's for hmm. a magical dinner theater um it's Put like it on the ceiling tall. of your bedroom. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Wrap it, ar- wrap it around the outside of your house. Okay. Shit. I don't have an HOA. I can do whatever I want. You could also put it on <laughs> that strip. Art. I don't know how wide it is, but you could put it on that strip um, next to your like buffet as you want your changing table buffet thing. The sideboard? Yeah. Like right when you walk in? Yeah. It's just a... 40 foot tall poster oh put it as the runner down your stairs and then kira won't slip as much on the stairs yeah. too. double all right thank you i love art 
Previously, our adventurers had discussed with the mechanical humanoids, now known as robots for the moment, and decided that they should come with them to Mizfall. They then all delved back into the collector's chateau, finding books and collecting objects. Emil examined further the body of the person afflicted with Dries blood and buried them in the yard. They then packed it up and moved along down the road back to Mistfall. We find you all just beginning your night of watches. The robots have a triangular position on your campsite protecting the area. Timber is making up a little mushroom stew for you all after finding some food in the forest. And Emil and Loomis, you all are sitting up for your first, uh, first watch of the night. Is there anything in particular you all are doing on your watch? Y'all remember the movie Robots? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Such a good movie. Sorry. <laughs> Loomis would like to... Hey, do you remember Roly Polioli while we're talking about Roly? <laughs> oh my god, don't get me started on Roly Polioli. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Damn. Anyways, Loomis would like to because i don't think technically he's done this yet but wants to read one of the four books which one lost time definitely intrigues him the most especially since it's an during an era that he does he hasn't even heard of being around for two centuries definitely wants to he is very intrigued on what this time has been Okay. Or was about rather to get sucked into a book, <laughs> and we go Surprise. on a whole side Surprise! Um, okay, yeah, go ahead and roll an intelligence or history check. Nope, seven. Seven. Okay, you st- you can still read it. Like you're still reading it, so you still get some. <laughs> you can't read it. You open can it up. Read the words. <laughs> what is this? What? Um, <laughs> Okay, so yes, you sit down at the fire, opening up the book Time Lost, Speculations Surrounding the Era of the Lost. Uh, this one stands, this book stood out from the other ones as it had little to do with the mechanical humanoids and concepts surrounding them. Instead, this book speaks about an era from over 900 years ago. The book piqued your interest because you haven't heard much about this era. You know of this. Uh, you know of the dawn of Arcana. You know the, of the era of Arcana, which is the era we are currently in. But the era of the lost is something you've not heard much about, if if at all. The book is speculative as to what happened during the era of the lost. It speculates that this era was very dark, that it was the land, the people, and even the gods rebuilding and restarting. It speculates that due to this dark era, that it. Um, that this is what sort of pushed and drove humanoids of the world to find our, um, arcane energy and magic. Their curiosity led to them exploring more possibilities out there. There is a chapter that speculates on dark forgotten magic, magic that was hidden away before or during the era of the lost. This magic, the author speculates, covered powerful destruction, necromancy, and enchantment magic. The author doesn't dare even make guesses as to what that would have looked like and what the source would be or where it would have have gone um but that is kind of the information that you are able to draw from the book time lost damn cool and that takes about at least four hours to kind of i'm not you're probably not fully in depth reading this but you're sort of you know like flipping a page yeah very like la-di-da reading it like legs crossed just flipping through it with one 
one hand type of thing, picking out sight words, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I think that takes you about four hours to, to kind of get that information from okay. it. Towards the um, end Emil's, of this, as I, yeah. as I see... Oh, sorry, I guess I should make a check first. Huh? Oh, for perception. I'm keeping watch, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and make a perception check, Emil. Uh, 16 plus 3. 18. Ni 19. No, 14. Sorry, four, 15 plus 4. <laughs> That's a lot of numbers. 19. <laughs> <laughs> you look out, and you don't see much. Um, after about like an hour of sort of stirring the stew... Timber serves it up to you, to you both, um, not realizing that Loomis doesn't like food, and then you know eats his bowl kind of quickly and then heads off to bed. Uh, but other than that, there's no real action or or noises found in the woods. Um, okay, towards the end of the watch, then as as I see Loomis closing the book up for or or putting on a bookmark or whatever, I'll I'll approach and say, Loomis, before I go to bed, uh, I just want to check in. Uh, it's it's been a couple of days since we've had a chance to like talk. How how are you? I'm good. Not much has changed with me. Um, nothing in there triggered anything for you. The collector, have you run across many people like like him in your time? I mean, he was he was pretty unique, eclectic. Um, I don't think I've ever ran into anyone quite like him, but I have gone into houses that had weird things weird items can't say I've seen a body in liquid that was like a tree person before I'm glad you went there because my next question was if you've ever seen or heard anything like a Dries blood Becky would I have heard of that I don't believe so. You can go ahead and roll another history check. Ten. I don't think so. Uh, I think anything you've heard of this has been from a meal or um, in passing surrounding kind of like a meal. But you haven't haven't heard of this. I um, can't say I've ever heard of Dries Blood. I'm, I feel like I'm learning as I go kind of with you. I feel you have the most knowledge of it seeing that it is inside of you yeah I'm, I'm really 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 hoping that I am not the one in this world who knows the most about this affliction um, no I I, uh, I wanted to make sure that you know that I, 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 I you were very helpful to me and, and the whole group and I, I want to make sure you know that I, while my intentions are selfish, I, I, I want to find a cure for this. Your contribution is, is very much appreciated. I, you've gotten us out of many, many situations uh, in which we may not have survived otherwise. I don't think it's anything selfish. That makes sense. <laughs> That's um interesting to hear from you, if I'm honest, Loomis. How so? <laughs> I may be on the verge of offending you. Uh, I doubt it. Is there no cure for what, what's afflicting you? Not that I know of. I've embraced it at this point. If there was a cure, would you want it? I don't know. I've never really thought about it like that. That's interesting. <laughs> because 
I mean, I've had a long time to think about sickness now. And it doesn't approach like... Like, it doesn't. you don't see it coming. It doesn't approach like a war or anything with, you know, the sound of warfare getting louder every day. It arrives in retrospect. Essentially, it's disorienting. It, you know, the sickness is all around you and it's in you, but you don't know it's there till after the fact. And you didn't have a chance to plan for it. You didn't have a chance to think about what you would do, <laughs> you know, when you were living in it. Uh, it's impossible to go back. All of a sudden, it's just there with no intermediate. If you could go back to before you turned, would you have would you have avoided the last two hundred years? I don't know if I would avoid it. I I like to think of it. It would have happened either way. This was my path in life. Maybe it wouldn't have happened when it happened. Might have happened differently. But I think the universe, I guess you could say, this this is my path in life. Do you think this is my path? To end up buried under the ground? A piece of wood? Do you think that's the only option? You've only seen it once. It's the only model I've seen so far. Why... Why does it have to be only that way? Why don't you just make a new model? Like I said before, uh, <laughs> your contribution to what we're doing here is immense. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, anything good in the book? It's very intriguing. I'd, I'd like to pick it up again when I have a better, in a better headspace, I guess. But sure, sure. It's about. It's very speculative. Nothing concrete from this author i don't even know who this author is maybe someone at the academy could find use of it but it's about a time where just kind of every everyone everything living celestial seems like they came together to kind of restart the world what the fuck <laughs> that's a thing I guess I don't know that's terrifying is this fiction or is this a real thing I mean it might be fiction I, I really don't know well I don't want to think about that right before I go to bed so can you tell me a different story that has like a happier ending uh, or like you know more fun do you want me to read another quote from What's in a soul? No, 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 no. I, I was hoping for something more of a personal nature. Oh. <laughs> Tell me something no. fun. Someone you've met. Someone you said you've met some eclectic people. Something. Something's got to register for you. A couple years back. By couple, I mean like eighty. <laughs> I used to adventure with someone. We were, we were quite the duo. Have you ever encountered or befriended um, a tabaxi? I've never... Uh, hmm. Befriend is a hard word. Uh, I have many customers <laughs> uh, who have come through, you know, once or twice. Yeah, befriend is a hard word. And I can honestly say, as of my life right now, this was 
the closest person I've had in my 200 plus years. Oh, shit. And that you went on some airy adventures with this person? I, yeah. My imagination's going wild. Quite some time. Hmm. Uh, okay. That is, you know, honestly, the most I've gotten out of you in one of our little ratatats. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it as a win. Uh, Loomis and yeah, you should, because that's all you're getting. A vampire <laughs> and a cat. You see, for the very first time, like the slightest of smirks on Loomis's face, just you can tell they're reminiscing about that time of in their life. If ever you want to go down that particular rabbit hole i'd i'd be a happy set of years it's anything to remove me from what's going on now i'll take it i'll think about it good night loomis good night uh i will wake up ellis vandove all right what do the two of you do on watch did you read that stupid book or something i read i read one of the stupid books it was the time lost one. Well, if the time was lost, why is there a book about it? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Sounds pretty fake to me. I mean, I'm ending the podcast. I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> and I'm never DMing again. And <laughs> I give up. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I was just talking to Emil about it. It does seem pretty fake. Um, it's all speculative. It, it seems as crazy as the collector, honestly. Or as crazy as like a bird flying through with someone's tummy and now they have magical powers. Yeah, I don't think we've had the chance to actually discuss that other than you yelling at it because you felt left out. <laughs> that was just it. That was in the collector's office. Uh, it was high tensions, high stakes. I was out of spell slots. I was nervous. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you want to know? Whatever you want to tell me. I mean, it's just, it's, I, it's pretty straightforward. Um, I was like, like, the, the, the magic I had, like, when I met y'all, like, that was kind of, I guess it, it was, well, it was taught to me. I mean, some of it I pick up along, along the way, but, um, like, we, we were like, it was kind of like taught to me when I was a kid that, like, that, like, I mean, it might be, short term to you or long term I don't know how you really perceive time or whatever but I mean like magic is still kind of I guess fresh it seems it's still been around forever like I don't know like a couple hundred years or whatever but the magic that I was taught was you know using like it it sounds so kind of gross when you say it but like my magic like comes like out from from like my tongue like and it sounds like stupid, like when you say it like that. But like, using your your speech to to like kind of harness the power of like, I guess like arcane or whatever. I didn't really pay attention a lot when I went to school. I wasn't really a really good student. Um, but this that, this that checks out. All right, you can cut that out. Um, uh, you do that a lot. You get real mean. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Um, this new magic is like, it's cold. Like, really? Like, and not like, obviously, not like, burr, I need a jacket. It's just like, it, 
it almost seems to like take a part of me every time I do it, but not in a way that's like, um, it's hard, it doesn't hurt. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult to describe. And sometimes when I get kind of aggro, like when, um, I blasted, uh, the collector's head, like clean off of his shoulders. Um, that bird fella like, likes to like laugh in my ear. So you hear things. <laughs> he just like, I mean, when y'all had that, when we all had that collective dreams and visions that one night, um, yeah. um, did the bird guy talk to you? No, I, I don't remember you saying anything about no, that. No, he didn't really talk. No, he didn't talk to me. It was more of, I was there with it in its eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a lot of conversations with him. I just had that kind of one when I first kind of met him in that dream. And he seems kind of, or sorry, I mean, I don't know their pronouns. They, 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 they seem like, it's weird. They don't, they don't come across as like, um, mali- malicious and, uh, they could be, I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm not blasting out rainbows and sunshines and sparkles out of my hands. I'm shooting out dark beams of force and shit um but he sort of just like wants to like fuck around at least that's kind of what i'm getting from it like it's i i don't like the idea that i'm like being used as like some sort of vessel for somebody else's power but it's kind of i think what it is um and I'm sure that there are going to be some probably major consequences for my actions. But my thing is I've had a lifetime of major consequences for my actions. So what's some weird fucking bird guy, uh, to, you know, giving me his weird coal powers? Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, sometimes. So that was the only conversation I ever had with him. But then sometimes when I like get real heated and stuff, he's like in my ear. He's like, yes, yes, so, uh, like over and over again. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of annoying. But um, I I kind of am scared to tell him like no. Like I'm I, I don't know. It's weird. I kind of want to like talk to him again, just to like figure out. I don't know his name. Whatever. You had, did have a conversation with them. Was it, were you dreaming? Did it come to you? Oh, it was definitely like, it felt like a dreamy dream. Like when we were all dreaming and we all had bad stuff happening. And I like saw y'all and um, y'all were like dying or whatever. And um, the bird the bird person was like, do you want them to die? And I was like, no, I was like, no, I don't like, I'd prefer it if they didn't. And they were like, then accept my power. And I was just, I was, I, it all kind of happened kind of fast. And I was just kind of like, okay, okay. And, um, I did. So in a way, I mean, I don't know if it was real or not, but, um, I don't know. Y'all seemed like y'all were like hurting a lot and I didn't want y'all to be hurting no more. Um, especially if I had anything to do about it. Um, and so I told him to f- fucking stop. And now I can shoot force beams out and make, I don't know, weird armor out of feathers on my body. It's, yeah, it's, I'm still kind of getting used to it. Um, but I kind of like, I kind of like it. It's fun. 
Interesting. Becky, with Ellis, with Ellis talking about this of unknown magic, not something he's used to, do I make any sort of correlation between what I just read from Time Loss with like the dark, forgotten magic? Go ahead and roll history or arcane. Okay, do history. Nineteen. Nothing quite from Time Lost is like registering with you. I mean, this does seem kind of like dark magic, but from the author, you kind of were picking up maybe that they meant like even darker than what like exists today or what is known today. Um, you know that there's sort of like a mystery around this kind of magic still. Like people know a lot about sorcerers and they know a lot about wizards and. But when it comes to like this kind of arcane magic coming from like a deal with the devil or like a deal with like an unknown entity, this is still like pretty mysterious as to to how that comes to be or um, or anything like that. But uh, roll a religion check. Twelve. Hearing more and more uh, about this like dream that or this like moment and meeting with this this entity um, that Ellis had, you I think are able to connect that this does seem like this is like non-holy power coming from a deity or like a big bigger being than like any of y'all. Um, so you're able to put that together, but okay, cool, thank you. Yeah, I'm like. <sighs> I'm still learning about it, so but I'm like I'm not trying to like shy away from it or nothing. I mean, obviously, if I ever start to get like real crazy with it, like feel free to tell me or whatever. But um, I don't know. What would you do? I would embrace it. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm doing. It seems like a pretty sweet deal. So far, yes, I haven't. Um, I guess I haven't. I guess I just don't know what my end of the bargain is yet that's that's a good point it has me a little anxious but i don't know i've just been kind of crossing crossing bridges when i get to them lately so that's just another bridge on the horizon maybe you should ask next time it appears yeah i tried to just get its name person i don't think i i don't think they gave me it I like to start with the formalities before I start to getting into who owes who what or whatever. Um, but cool force beams, man, I'll take it. Hey y'all, it's Alex. Um, sorry for the interruption. Just wanted to pop in here really quick to say thank you so much for listening to episode 23 of our podcast. This could get dicey. If you're loving what you're listening to, um, please uh, rate if you could, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you can little, write a little review there, that would be sick. It really helps um, more people discover this podcast. Um, also make sure to follow us on Instagram and t TikTok at TCGDpod. Uh, we got a lot of cool posts. Becky does a really great job over on TikTok. Um, we, you can see stuff like character art, schedule changes, uh, funny videos, all sorts of stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, give us a follow over there. And, you know, thanks for listening. Back to the episode. As we're sitting by a fire or run walking around, do we can we roll to see if we see anything? 
Yeah, go ahead and roll perception, both of you. Five. Seventeen. You all kind of, you're having this conversation, sort of like walking around, checking on the robots, making sure they're all good. And I think you you both sit down back at the campfire. And I think, Loomis, there's been sort of like a plethora of knowledge that sort of these questions that Emil put forth to you, uh, this entity that... Ellis is talking about this new era you just found out about that there's there's just so many questions like floating around in your head so I think you kind of for once are like not very attentive on watch and are kind of just like zoning out thinking about all of these things Ellis I think you're perceiving the area and it seems to be really quiet and then all of a sudden you see you know 50 feet away this inky black goo drip 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 from a tree and then all of a sudden it's like a slingshot you just are suddenly mentally you're not like physically flung but you you feel like you're all of a sudden just face to face again with this entity uh that you this this bird like entity dripping inky goo ellis i heard your conversation yes did i did I say something I shouldn't have said? No, Alice. I, I am sorry if I've been unattentive, yes, to your wants and needs. You sound like you want to talk to me more, yes? I, I mean, a bit. Yeah, a bit. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you just heard that combo, yeah. Well, let's have a real convo, yes, Alice. I don't want to pretend I know exactly what you were saying, yes. But here I am. What do you want to know? Um, what's your name? Oh, so simple. Silly, silly, Alice, not knowing their deities, yes. Yes, very silly of me. I should have paid more attention in school. I suppose. My name is Nanoxus, yes. Nanoxus, huh? Yes. That's a, that's, I mean, just off the bat, it's a pretty cool name. Thank you. It kind of does its little dance in the tree, prancing about, shaking its feathers out a little bit, and inky goo flung about before it settles back down on the perch to look at you again. So, what, what do you, I, you just heard me, what do you want? Oh, we've had this conversation before, yes. Yeah, but it felt very, like, general. Like, you know, like, it's like when you ask somebody, like, what's up? And then they say, like, oh, I'm hungry. And then you ask them what they want to eat, and then they just say, like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, well, be, be more specific. I just want to have fun. I've told you, yes. Yeah, but I, um, Nanoxus, I, I don't know you very well. People like to have fun in lots of different ways. Um, I like to have fun by, um, I like to eat, I like to eat a big, big plate of food. And then, um, I like to have a couple drinks, uh, play some, play some cards, do some gambling, do some singing, playing some music. Like, that's my kind of fun. But if I told Loomis that that's what I want to do, I think Loomis hates everything I just said right then and there. 
like no food, no drinking, no fun, no singing. Um, so what, like, what kind of fun are you trying to have? Well, Alice, you are fun. That's why I've come to you. Yes. I I think I'm a pretty fun guy. Well, I have fun by uh, remember those dreams. Yes, putting weight on people. Yes. I do remember that very scary dream. Those, that's how I have fun. I like messing with people. Oh. I mean, I, I, got, I mean, that's kind of how I get my rocks off sometimes, too. I like fucking with people. Exactly, yes. You and I were not so different, maybe. But part of the problem, yes, and why I need people like you, yes, is because somebody doesn't want you to be around anymore. Not you specifically, yes, but the humans, the humanoids, yes, those who are walking on the earth, yes, they don't want them around anymore. What? That kind of sucks <laughs> for, um, specific. I mean, selfishly, me, me personally. You, there is, there is somebody that doesn't. There is something that doesn't like want what life. Well, something yes doesn't want life. Yes, very good. We don't know for sure though. But this is why I'm bringing people into my fold. Yes. Cool. So. If I can just kind of dumb it down, um, you like fucking with people, and you like use you like using uh, people to fuck with other people, which I'm down with, hundred percent. loving it, loving it. Um, but there's some there's something that do you do you know what this thing is that doesn't fucking want us around anymore? No, kind of, yes and no, it's complicated. There's a lot of mystery still, even to me. But I know I must be prepared and start protecting the things that I like. Yes, so they don't get hurt, yes. Okay, well, um, I, 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 I like protecting the things that I like too, so if there's something that's trying to fucking, that wants... I guess all living creatures gone. I mean, then I definitely, I, I'm down to fuck them up. Um, can I ask you another question? Yes. Will you tell me? Maybe. Where, where are you? Oh, I am everywhere. That doesn't make any sense. I am it's nowhere. Very Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am over here. And he poofs and pops up somewhere else. I am over there. Poofs, goes to another tree. I am everywhere, Alice. Always watching, yes. Always looking around, yes. He poofs again and is, or it poofs again and is tiny on your shoulder. I could be here, yes. Would you like that? You... I will say you are a little cuter when you're that tiny. What about um, if I get closer? Yes. It's definitely losing its appeal the closer you're getting to my ear. It breathes um, like disgustingly into your ear. Uh, I could get that's, so that's, close, that Alice. Yes. Uh, and I, can I? Can I? Like, I'm not trying to like hurt 
them at all, but like they're right on my shoulder. Can I like be like, okay, I'm gonna like just reach for them to like hold them in my hand. As you reach for them, I think like just like just as your fingertips are about to touch them, they poof again and they're back on the original tree perch. Um, so you're not sure if they were corporeal or not. Okay. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm not going to. Against my better judgment, um, I do find you incredibly interesting. Um, and I do really, really enjoy. So did you see when I blew that dude's head off? Yes. Very good, Alice. You did so good, yes. Okay. Using the powers I have given you, yes. Yeah. I did Um, like the collector, yes. Chaos, yes. Hey, I mean, it's kind of like you reap what you sow sort of thing, right? Oh, I know. Well, if... Then... if I could ask, like, to, to sort of specify things down, um, like, what you want out of me, like, are you kind of just liking what I'm doing? So I, far, I... so good, yes. Of course, okay. I will have more for you sooner than later, maybe, yes. Okay. Um, is it weird, or do you not like when I talk about it? Like, do... Do I, oh, oh here's, here's another good question. You just told me your name, Nanoxis. Is that something that I should not say out loud? Like, do you, do you want me, do you want me to talk about you? Oh, that's up to you, Alice. Okay. Well, cool. Um, man, this is, this is all kind of new to me. This feels very, ending, ending a conversation with a regular person is hard. Any conversation with a strange bird in a tree that's dripping like black ooze, even harder. I could just go. I mean, do you have anything else for me? I feel like I'm asking you a lot of questions. No, no, no. I'm okay, Alice. I've got what I need for now. Yes. Yes. Goodbye. I'll talk to you. Talk to you soon. And then you're flung backwards back to the the log that you're sitting on next to the campfire, and like no time has passed. Um, I'm gonna roll a quick die. I'm gonna roll d20. If uh, it's uh, even is one thing, odd will be another. <laughs> um, okay. I think I get flung back, and then I immediately like puke. <laughs> <laughs> and um i like look at lumis and i'm like they just talked to me what the fuck they just talked to me who just was talk- i doing anything who just talked nope. you were just we were we literally ended our conversation a second ago i, I got like catapulted you back were, into that you were space here again you like, okay cool but i was there here. i was there where I don't know where. I asked where. I asked where. He said. He said everywhere. Who's he? Hold on. I'm rolling another die. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's well. It was. It was the bird guy for sure. But like, oh fuck, man, this is a lot. Um, we we had a quick check in. He's loving what I'm doing with the whole power stuff, and he told me to just keep doing what I'm doing. Were you able to figure out what 
its name is why it picked you what it wants from you really he said he said it's because uh, you you're don't make fun of me okay he said it's because I'm a fun guy <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. He, he did I'm not, say that. Uh, he, he did say that. He says because he thinks I'm fun. You got chosen for ha- having these immense, powerful magic <laughs> because you're a fun guy. <laughs> I don't know, Loomis. Maybe you should fucking try it sometime, <laughs> Loomis. Maybe you'll get some cool fucking powers too. I'd rather just be myself. Okay, all right. <laughs> Can you see me from your big pedestal you're on, Loomis? <laughs> um, oh, oh, but 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 they did say, like, apparently there's something out there that wants to kill everything. <laughs> <laughs> Soup's cash. No Loomis <laughs> just, like, looks at you just with the, like, ugliest expression on its face their face you're like why didn't you lead with that i'm sorry i just puked like <laughs> 45 seconds ago um i'm getting to it um but they said they said that they said that they gave them like they well one because i'm a super fun and cool guy and i'm like really hot or whatever but like also that uh that that there's something out there that's trying to like get rid of all like living creatures and he, and they they want my help. So is this thing crow creature bird man building an army against whatever is coming for humankind? No no idea. I don't know if there's other people that they've given powers to, but I just know I'm one of them. Um You didn't think to ask. Oh my gosh, you, have you, it's, it's really, it's not that easy, okay? You get, you get confronted by a strange bird guy, and what, I'm supposed to just have a list ready to go? We were literally just talking about asking it questions. It all happened very fast, Loomis. Tell me, tell you what, in the next, you know, day or two, you bring it up. Better paper. You can write down all the questions you want me to ask the bird guy, and I'll ask him. Okay, did you at least get its name? Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'll, I'll roll um, insight to combat it. Well, I almost feel like you should be rolling deception, because you did get their name. So actually, That's, you can still fair. keep roll- that roll destiny because it looked good <laughs> and you already rolled that but you could do like insight or persuasion i guess to try and like get get it out of out of him but um but yeah i think ellis you need to be rolling deception here well i got a natural 20 and i have a higher insight so 22 <laughs> okay well i have a plus six to deception and i rolled an eight <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you're you're seeing through Ellis a little bit here that like you've asked him like I think like two or three times. Two or three now. times like, did, that, yeah. Did you get the name? Did you get the name? And I think every time you're kinda like, I think you're lying, I think you're lying and so I think this is coming to a head of you know that he's lying. You don't have to tell me that you its name or not, but I know you know. If I told you his name was Barry 
Would you believe me? No. Okay. His name is Nanoxis. Would I know this name, Becky? I think so, but go ahead and roll a religion check with advantage since you've been around for two centuries. (laughs) Fourteen. You know that Nanoxis is the demon god of the night. (laughs) The listeners can't see Alex's expression, but it's very good. (laughs) Oh, I missed it because I was writing it down. (laughs) Yeah, do it again, Alex. A nice face in his hands, like, (laughs) (laughs) I made a deal with the demon god of the night. Ain't that just the way? (laughs) Um, But yeah, you don't don't know a lot, Loomis, about, about Nanoxis, maybe besides the fact that it's like, Maybe not, that, maybe not the that greatest title. person. Yeah, the title, Demon I God feel of like, the Night. I feel like Loomis, as a vampire, would not does not sway of good gods, bad gods, Probably, in a sense. Yeah. Just gods. Um, yeah. So, having Alice say this, Loomis goes, So you made a deal with a demon god of the night. I just want to say when you say it like that, it sounds like hard as fuck. <laughs> is that like is that like their title? Yeah, that's if you if you read a book about them, that would be like underneath the name. <laughs> you said that. If Jesus. you read a book, if you read any books at all? Like I do, I have four books in my bag right now. <laughs> well, um, ah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was hoping his. I was hoping it was just like Nanoxis, uh, the Birdman. <laughs> but uh, Demon God of the Night is. Whew, that's a. I mean, Nanoxis. it has a ring to it. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the live action version of this, which Michael Keaton is a Birdman in a tree. Um, that's a. That's a lot to sort of take in. Um, okay, well, um, anything else you want to fucking know about that? Anything else you want to tell me? I feel like I need to throw up again. (laughs) (laughs) Is Is it sunrise time yet? I actually am very uncomfortable in the darkness now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you all kind of talked off and on throughout the night, and now it's starting to become early early morning. Uh, the, the sun is starting to creep up through the woods. I feel the conversation that we are having is just Ellis being like, are you sure it's the demon god of the night? Like, just reiterating the title I've given it. <laughs> You sure it's not the lemon uh, god? god. <laughs> I love lemons. Um, I mean, like the second the crack of dawn hits, I like go to Emil. I'm like, hey, Emil, wake up. Yeah, Emil wakes up and a bunch of coughing and restlessly. Um, hey, 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 Emil, wake up. The nighttime's over. Yay, nighttime's <laughs> okay. over. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Good God. <clears throat> well... Let's get out of the woods and back to Mistfall. Hey, Timber, wake up. The nighttime's over. Uh, good morning. <laughs> we, 
We made it. We made it through a success, another successful nighttime. Oh, thank, thank you for protecting me in the night. That's so nice of you all. Um, I can go look for berries real quick. Um, if we want some breakfast. Fuck yeah. Yeah, berries. absolutely. Berries. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. I'll clean uh, up camp. As soon as Timber leaves to go find berries, I look at Ellis and go, "Are you gonna tell him or me?" Timber. <laughs> No, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant Timber too, to be honest. I was like, oh god, what came out about Timber that I'm not realizing? I'm onto this motherfucker, but I didn't hear anything in that conversation. A mill. Tell him about what happened? Yes. Should I? I think so. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I... I go over to Emil and I go, hey Emil. Yes? That bird guy talked to me again last night and uh, Loomis thinks I should let you know because we're being open and honest about things. So I'm being open and honest. The bird guy talked to me. <sighs> Their name is Nanoxis. They're the demon god of the night. All right, let's just get back to Mistfall. <laughs> <laughs> this seems... <laughs> Are you good? Are you healthy and okay and physically safe? I feel physically strong and like cool and stuff. It's, um, oh yeah, and there's apparently some being that wants to destroy all of the living all right. creatures or whatever. Okay. We should wrap this up, you think? We got three we robots. We got a grung with a healing leg. We've got a court of outlaws after us somewhere out here in the woods. And like, we can't add on to that right now. So, as much as I like. Well, I'm. And I- if you're good, let's let's go. Yeah, I'm sorry, my problems are too much of a burden. <laughs> Everybody, let's wrap things up. Everybody, I, I call out the robots. I'm like, robots, <laughs> roll out. I mean, it was totally. I'm like, I can't add another problem, and so I'm gonna go totally selfish mode <laughs> and not think about you at all. The robots come up to you all. Good morning. Did you all think of names for us? Fuck. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, all right, so we got. Oh, hold on. oh God. So, you like to cook? Yes. Okay, and I point to the one that was like hanging around the collector's like room. I'm like, what do you? What did you do? I was the attendant robot or mechanical human. I don't know what I am. Okay, that's fine. Don't freak out. Um, you were like an attendant. You were like an assistant. And you were a chef, and I pointed to the other one. I'm like, what did you do? Welcome to the candy shop. Oh. And it's shaking the, it's shaking its ice cream scoop again. We could name ourselves, too, if that would be less stress for you all. But we, brains hurt. Brain, we don't have brain. Our wires hot. All right, 50 Cent, calm down. Wow, we're we're gonna get copyright struck so hard when this episode comes out. Um, oh, everyone ooh. tell Fifty Cent so that way he listens to the podcast. Sure, yeah, as long as we get another listener, I'm fine. <laughs> um, Chef Robot, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Cookie. I I was just thinking Quish, uh, <laughs> like as but- as their name. 
Uh, Both are sufficient names for me. I could be Cookie oh, Quish. Oh. <laughs> cookie Quish! Oh, my favorite cereal, Cookie Quish. <laughs> All right, that's easily decided. You are. I am Cookie, cookie Quish. Quish. I am Cookie Quish. I am Cookie Quish. Um. The attendant reminds me of like something in a museum. What? Because they, you know, they like safeguarded all this random stuff. Ooh, ooh. All right. Attendant, museum, usher. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go the stiller route, but I like usher a lot. Usher's very good. I don't. Usher is pretty good, I don't know actually. if we can beat that. Alright, so you're I could I could be super ultra emergency sword. No. <laughs> I don't think okay. you can do that. Okay. You're right. right. You are so right, friend. Your identity is more than your weapon. It's all about your job. <laughs> yes, that's what's most important. I am Usher. I am right, we got fifty cook- cent. I am cookie quish. Well, 50 Cent, I don't know if we should have 50 Cent and Usher. Oh, 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 oh. Unless, Lewis, do you have an idea for the candy shop guy? Because I got one brewing. I got one, too. I was going to say Curtis. Curtis is good. More, Curtis is good. What's the, I don't get the reference. Um, it's 50 Cent's real name. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, Wonka. Or how about just... Fudge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. All right, Fudge. Super Fudge. That's a good book. Fudge. My name right. is Fudge. Welcome to the candy shop. <laughs> All right. We got Cookie Quish, we got Usher, and we got Fudge. And this is perhaps. I could die right now. <laughs> And feel completely satisfied with my life. <laughs> Timber comes back. I bought you all some berries for breakfast. Uh, Thank you, Timber. Yes. Mm. Uh, we named the robots. Oh, okay. Robots, please introduce yourself formally. Okay. <clears throat> my name is Usher. My name is Fudge. My name is Cookie Quish. <laughs> eh, eh, what do you think, Timber? Pretty good. That's a pretty good name. Yeah, I, I don't think I could have done better. Damn right, you couldn't yeah. have. Okay. Oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> I'm very proud of this. This is a good team I'm effort. Sorry I went to I went to bed so early last night. I didn't get to know you guys any better. That's okay. We, we didn't really talk about anything important. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. what? Like, deep, like, we were just, like, chilling. We weren't talking about, like, oh, demon okay. gods or nothing. Um... <laughs> Timber, let's let's while we start walking and eating our berries now. These berries look beautiful. Uh, hey, why Mistfall? Uh, uh, my family uh, lives to the south of Mistfall. Oh, are they farmers as well? Yes, they are. We are a farmer. Farmer flock, grown. We're grown. Farmer grungs. If your family is south of Mistfall, where were you just now? Before I you came across other family up up in the north, Mount Mountain Grung. Mountain Grung, I see. Okay. Uh, okay, well, what, what are you going to do? We're going to get there tonight. What are you going to do in Mistfall? 
I'll, I'll probably stay the night at the squirrel's folly and then just uh, you know trek on back home in the morning. Uh, it's only like a like a 30 minute hour walk from this fall, but better do that with with sunlight, you know. Definitely, nighttime is scary, right? Daytime good. Yeah, I'm just a little guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> when we get to Miss Fall, uh, and you're staying around the Squirrel's Folly, we're, we kind of stay there too. We know Alaren pretty well. Um. Yeah, we we don't have to like hang out. Like I can just go to to like a, a cubby there. And, no, no, you know, you're fine. Can... You're fine oh, company. Okay. I, I'm just wondering, what are you gonna say about us? Uh, that you guys uh, are, are nice and you helped me out. What are you going to say about Emil Mazak? Um, you've uh, seen a lot in your day with us. Well, uh, yeah. That you were nice, you're a nice guy. You're a nice guy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see him like visibly gulp. And and he and he's like a frog, so his it's throat big. is like super fucking big. <laughs> Did you just catch a fly? <laughs> you no, right no, now? Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, it's just I, um, I sorry, Timber. I, I run a business, and that business's success is contingent upon my image and my community. So I can't have people thinking I'm out here we're debating burning houses down and oh, no, blowing no, the heads no, off no. of collectors oh, in their chateaus. No, no, no. no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, my mouth shut. Uh, you guys just, you saved me and, and, uh, helped me back home. And that's, uh, that's all that matters to me. How, okay. Can I read, can I read this? Yeah. Uh, ins- go ahead and insight check. Just kill him, Emil. <laughs> if you want to kill him so bad. I will cry. 19. He seems very scared of you and he is just saying, whatever will get you to be like okay cool mm-hmm. sounds good i would love for you to hang out with us tonight timber oh okay yeah if you want me to yeah just stay close until the morning okay okay i wrap i i like go behind timber and i put my arm on his shoulder i go he's a really nice guy once you get to know him he just gets very passionate about commerce oh okay yeah, uh, as a farmer, can't deny a good business. You know, love, love selling things and getting money for them. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, player. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it just like you know, corn and stuff, and corn and like wheat, like apples. <laughs> yeah, like an apple orchard. Hey, if you ever need, oh, really if nice. you ever need a vendor, a vendor. Whoa, why did I say Venzor? A Vendor like at Venzor. <laughs> if you ever need a Vendor in Venzor, I have a shop there. I know it's oh, kind of okay. far, but... If we have a surplus, we will send it down to to be sold there. Surplus? Yuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, like, we got, you know, we're, like, we're, like, crucial to, like, the food supply in Mistfall, I, I would think. As one of the farmers there. Well, this is an awkward conversation. Um, how about we, um, mm, and I put some berries in my mouth. These are great timber. Uh, we should hit the road. Okay. Yeah, we've been walking oh, that, this whole time. Yeah, we've been walking. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we've been walking for like a little bit. Uh, uh, thank, thank you. For, uh, yeah, the berries are delicious. Uh, you just gotta know what, what to look for. 
<laughs> I, 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 I walk up next to Emil and I'm like, Doc, you can see how nervous this cat is, right? We now, don't right? know him. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> I, you, you saw what Loomis did to a robot. If this fool acts up in the slightest bit, like, a stiff breeze, I think, could knock this dude over. He could be the domino that work. sends all of his crashing to the ground. I'm just watching is our that backs. How you... <laughs> is that how you view everybody? Everybody. You turn around and Timber's, like, pointing out more, like, a different bird. Fruit a on a tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Becky, I have a question. Yes. What, what's the date? Oh, what day of yes. when Crisp is it? It is the seventeenth day of Windcrisp. Loomis, just one more week until you're the person you're looking for is back at the academy. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Someone's been listening to the past episodes. <laughs> yeah, Timber definitely like lulls to the back of the group, um, feeling the intimidation from Emil. No role even necessary, just feeling really overwhelmed by this person. Um, but he hobbles, hobbles, mind you, because his leg is still uh, rep- being repaired over time. Um, in the back with the with the robots, as you all make your way back to Mistfall, you arrive back at Mistfall at the end of the day. You know, dusk, the sun is setting, dusk is coming and the night is here again Ellis and as you all kind of stroll into the city we will stop there for tonight and you all will level up to level yeah, five Woo! that's so great why don't okay. you guys go ahead and roll your HP here okay where's my character sheet I didn't use it the whole session <laughs> oh this is so exciting Okay, I'm gonna roll my, my hit die. Very good. Plus eight. Plus my constitution score. I'm getting 12 more hit points. Ooh. Nice. Ba, 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 Oh, on. fuck yeah. <laughs> What'd you get? Um. Cocked. So we, we do hit die plus con constitution. Constitution, right? Mod. Yeah, your con mod. Nine extra hit points. Whoa. I got nine as well. Nice. nice. What's everyone at? 46. Damn. I'm at 51. Okay. Damn, I'm so squishy. Oh, I'm not that squishy. My, my AC is pretty high. Uh, 36. Dang. Okay. I got a high constitution score. I do not. Um, I was debating. I was debating whether or not to, what what will my next level would be. But I think after this episode, I think it's pretty clear. On my yeah, next level <laughs> you need to take a warlock. Huh? You gotta take warlock because then you'll get eldritch invocations, right? Yep. Nice. Mm, exciting. That's pretty cool. And because of my else... class, I have no fucking clue what I'm getting. I need to like go <laughs> to Lambo by Crybaby's sheet or whatever. Anything exciting for Loomis? I don't know. I'll have to see. Wait till next time on This Could Get Dicey. Bye. Wow, what an episode. You got backstory. You got demon guides. You got newly named robots. You even got a level up. 
I'm excited for what's in store for the trio. In the meantime, you can find this Could Get Dicey anywhere podcasts are streamed and on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDPod. If you found our antics enjoyable, help us out by leaving a rating or review or simply sharing it with a friend. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, September 20th.